the old premeds podcast session number 262 You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, where I get to answer your questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med form over at premedforms.com. If you haven't yet, go sign up for a free account, again, premedforms.com. We have an interesting question today, and before we jump into it, I wanna remind you that the old premeds podcast is brought to you by MAPT. MAPT is the new technology platform that I co-founded to help every premed student on their journey to medical school. As soon as you know you are a pre-med student, you should sign up for a MAPT account to start tracking everything that you are doing. You can enter your courses, your activities, your MCAT scores. You can track your letter of recommendation writers. You can now invite your advisors to follow along with you as well so that they know where you are in your journey. And when you go for your meetings with your advisors, you don't have to waste any precious time going over everything that you've done because they already see it. We have much more to come inside of MAPT. Go to mapt.com, that's M-A-P-P-D.com to sign up for a free two-week trial today. Today's question is one that I love. It's an interesting question. It's one of those existential type questions. What should I do? Our student asks, should I reapply and give medical school one more try? They say, hi, everyone. I'm a non-traditional medical school applicant. I'm 30 years old. I have a BS and MS degree. Both of them are in the biological sciences. My college GPA is 32 and I did an SMP after college, a special master's program uh, after college and an osteopathic medical school and finished with a 3.9. I applied to medical school twice after the SMP and was rejected both times with no interview invites. My MCAT score is a 499. I applied to a mixture of MD, lower tier and in-state, but most were DO schools. I've gone over my application and targeted my weak spots, low MCAT. My writing wasn't optimal, personal sim and extracurricular activities. I need more clinical hours, volunteering and shadowing. My weak undergraduate GPA was compensated for by the SMP. And I had a biology class that was a C minus below the prereq cutoff for all schools. But I did a post back and under an A in the lecture and lab. So I feel that I've proven myself or proven my ability to succeed as a student and am confident that I would excel in medical school. The issue I'm struggling with right now is that I'm dealing with a great deal of trauma. I excelled in my SMP and finished at the top of my class, but it was not without a cost. I was viciously and relentlessly bullied. It was very traumatic and it broke me as a person. This program had a linkage to their medical school and I know I would have made it in, but I was so traumatized and riddled with PTSD that I didn't want or that I didn't apply to their medical program. I'm still afraid to use their resources. I could have done better on the MCAT, but I took it about a month after I re- was released from the hospital, a side effect of the bullying. I'm conflicted as to whether I should study to take the MCAT again, get more clinical hours and reapply next year for the third time. 
I feel like the bullying extinguished the last spark of life I had left in me. And I don't know how to gather the strength to try one more time. But I want this so badly, worked so hard, and can't let go of this dream. All right. Well, first things first is I hope you are okay. I hope you are getting the help you need to overcome the trauma that you have experienced. And I'm sorry that has happened to you. Moving on to your question, the last part of the question is where I potentially see that this is something you still want. When you say you want this so badly and you can't let go of this dream, I'll I'll separate those two things from worked so hard. The work so hard doesn't matter. I don't care how much you work you put into something. If you decide that this is not what you want, you have to ignore how much work you've already put into it. It's it's something called the sunk costs fallacy to where you go, well, I've already done X amount of work, I might as well keep going. As soon as you realize you don't want to keep going, but you decide to keep going because you've already put in so much work, you are setting yourself up for disaster later on. So separate out the, I've done so much already, I've worked so hard already. Separate that out from, is this still your dream? If you still want to be a physician, then you should be a physician. You'll have to figure out where you went wrong with your prior applications. A 499 obviously is one of the biggest things potentially that's holding you back. But I would be very interested to see the rest of your application to see where you could could improve on your application. When you say you need more clinical experience, my question for you is why are you not getting clinical experience? Why are you saying one thing, saying, I want this so badly, this is my dream, but then not getting clinical experience to prove to yourself that this is truly what you want and to prove to the medical schools that this is what you want. It's a very common mistake that students make when they're going down this journey and and putting together this application. They say one thing, but do another. And so you really have to reflect hard on your journey to determine, is this truly what you want? Or is this just something you've said you wanted to do, but all of your actions are proving something else? It's a very important distinction that a lot of students don't make appropriately. And why I think we have so much burnout in the physician workforce on the other side. A lot of physicians go down this path, whether their parents want them to, uh, or they thought they wanted to, and they put in so much work already, so they might as well keep going. And then they get to the other end and decide and figure out that it's not really what they want. So for anyone in your situation, and, and this is kind of fresh in my mind, because I was just working on my application book, my next pre-med playbook book, uh, is is really what to reflect on when you don't get into medical school. MCAT and GPA are obviously top of the list because those are very easy things to weed someone out. A 499, I've seen lots of students get into medical school with 499s. The the 39 in your SMP is awesome. The 3.2 college GPA, your, your stats GPA-wise are not holding you back. The 499 
could potentially be holding you back. But I really want to know what's going on with your activities. What kind of clinical experience are you getting? What kind of shadowing experience are you getting? What does the rest of your application look like? What does that personal statement look like? Are you able to really formulize, formulate, formulate a reason why you want to be a physician? If you're lacking clinical experience, it can be very hard to formulate why you want to be a physician in a personal statement. And remember, the personal statement is all about why do you want to be a doctor? Too many students are focused on this is why I have the skills to be a doctor instead of this is why I want to be a doctor. If you haven't yet, go check out my application renovation videos at applicationrenovation.com. Go check out my missionaccepted.tv videos or mission accepted videos at missionaccepted.tv. Uh, all of those are on uh, on my YouTube channel, premed.tv. And in those videos, I break down people's personal statements. And, and it's just fresh on my mind today because I recorded three episodes of Mission Accepted and two of them, or one of them really, episode six of season one, the, the student really focused too much on why I think I'm going to be a great physician. Here are the skills and traits needed to be a great physician, and here's why I think I can do it too. That's not the goal of the personal statement. So activities, personal statement, and then school list. What does that school list look like? You said you applied to a lot of DO schools. A lot of DO schools have lower stats than MD schools. I, I find that that number is, is creeping up, and I think we're, we're going to get to a point where DO stats are going to be pretty much on par with MD stats in the future, but right now they're still lower. And so 499 for a lot of DO schools is probably acceptable, especially with a 3.9 at an SMP at a DO school. So there's something else missing in this application, and I want to know why it, what it is. Without talking to you without looking at your application to answer your question, should I apply one more time, give it one more try, that's on you. You have to do the deep dive, introspection, reflection, and really be self-aware and understand, is this truly what I want? Or am I only trying to do this because I've already put in so much work? If you're only doing it because you've already put in so much work and so you quote unquote might as well keep going, then you should stop. If you look at your future and you can only see yourself being a physician, taking care of patients, then a thousand percent you should reapply and figure out what it is in your application that's missing and try to improve from there. If you don't have access to pre-med advisors, to advisors at your SMP, reach out to other people, that the NAAHP, the NAP, the National Association of Advisors of Health Professions, they have advisors. If you go to their website, NAH, NAAHP.org, I believe is their website, there's a find, of an, uh, find an advisor link there where they will connect you with advisors. You can reach out to our team at MAPPED, M-A-P-P-D. We have uh, Dr. Scott Wright, who's our advisor right now uh, at MAPPED, who can help you with your applications and really doing a deep dive into where you need to improve. But I think those questions that you really need to ask yourself are, 
am I doing this because I've already put in a lot of work or am I doing this because I can't see myself doing anything other than being a physician? Answer those two questions and you'll know what the next steps are. I hope that was a helpful episode for you. Great question. Uh, very interesting kind of journey for this student. Don't forget to check out mappedmappd.com to help you on your journey to medical school. We'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.